Let's hear it, babe. You got to do the entire intro. No, I do not. You did not you. warn me. Well, I just On gave it to you. On today's episode of the Energy is Love podcast, we are meeting with your hosts, Craig and Steph. Steph will remember to talk into the microphone throughout the day while she sips her coffee. That's all I got. That's Enjoy it? the show. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? I don't know. Perhaps uh, what's new? What's new with the podcast? I don't. What's new with the podcast? Did you change up the partners? Do we have the partners where you can go and check them out and give some love and support? Don't need to part- mm, okay, nope, I no don't like this. For this the feels podcast. like I'm going to do something wrong. <laughs> I should know something. Uh, where can people listen? Everywhere. Do we have any new places that people can listen? No. <laughs> <laughs> this You're going to have to cut all this. This is just straight no, up garbage. This is awesome This is intro. straight up garbage. It's perfect. This is garbage. Any last uh, things that this you want to throw out? This is not going to be the <clears throat> intro. You will fix this. Episode 181 is coming up. Oh, my And uh, what will we be talking about? I don't know. I forgot my name. I think I have to go take a nap now. <laughs> the pressure was way too much. <laughs> this will be the 181st episode of the podcast released on February <laughs> Slow down, look at the calendar. It will be February 24th that this episode is released. So if you're listening and it is February 24th, happy 24th. Happy 24th. May the 24th be with you. There you go. That's good. I like that. Thank you. I've had one sip of coffee today. That was my first sip. And you're like, do the intro. Do the intro. No, one sip of coffee. Here we go. We're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff. We are. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. It's going to be amazing. Oh, God. Stay tuned for the very beginning of the episode, which is in less than 30 seconds. Here we go. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is the love podcast. The Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is Love Podcast. The podcast for the universe. The Energy is Love Podcast. You know what I just realized? That you put me on the spot and I choked? You didn't choke. You did wonderful. Okay. I did put you on the spot, but I forgot, or I realized just now that we forgot to uh, tell people where, the, like, uh, not where they can listen. What? The, the <laughs> They will never know. <laughs> okay. We both are on our very first sip of coffee, and we've only been awake for, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe... Two hours. Have we, oh, you've been awake for two hours? Well, actually, six, so... No, about seven. Anywho, we forgot to yeah, say podcast.com. Oh, my God. And you know what? I almost did when I said, you're listening to the Energies Love Podcast. I almost said .com because I always forget, but I didn't. Had I done it, we'd have been covered. Well, now we're covered. Even though it's a FCC. Oh, Jesus, we need coffee. It's an FCC regulation. That Is it really? You have to mention energieslovepodcast.com oh, on every podcast. You do, actually. So if We you need to send to, out a memo. If you listen to other podcasts, you, you have to listen really close, but they, they throw it in there in every episode. Sometimes it's like the kind of thing where you have to, what are those, uh, what are those things where they record uh, ghost sounds, EMRs? EMRs? Oh, it's like the the white noise thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are those things called? A uh, second second sip of coffee does not know what those are called. Um, gosh dang e- it. EMFs. EMFs maybe. Okay, Google. Please be. EMF. 
pause. Here are some results. Energetic motherfucker. <gasps> uh, mm, electromagnetic field. Oh, see. Should you be worried about EMF exposure? No. That's not it. Anyways. I liked mine. Did you hear mine? You have, what was yours? You didn't hear it? No. I broke out with my energetic motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah, right? That's what we should call uh, guests that come on this podcast. Yo, 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 yo. (laughs) Here we are with another EMF. No. (laughs) Steph didn't like that. (laughs) Oh. Good morning, my love. Good morning. We're back again. <clears throat> yes. For those of you that don't live in this house, um, <laughs> all of you, <laughs> Craig has been traveling extensively mm-hmm. for weeks, mm-hmm. and he is home momentarily, and that's how dedicated we are to giving you brand new episodes every week. You're welcome. So I am home for a few days, like two days. Two days, and I leave tomorrow, and then I get back, and then I leave, and then I get back, and then I leave. Yes. I'm glad we have a lot of sex on the get get backs. Get back. We get back. Get back. We get back to it. Put you back back. into it. What what are you saying? There's an Elton John song. I went Ice Cube. Honky Cat. Honky. I don't know that one. This is a train wreck from the get-go. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Coffee, coffee. (laughs) Three minutes in, and I've got my. Uh, we're screwing up Elton John and Ice Cube lyrics. <laughs> it's a mashup Monday. It, Here we are on the uh, uh, Energies Love Podcast with Mashup Mondays. I think my my <clears throat> face mask's ready to be put on soon. I'm gonna in a little while be recording this podcast with this ice mask on oh my God. face, and you're gonna have to look at me. The I'm whole gonna time. take a picture of you. You're not because that's gonna be the picture for the uh, episode. It was too cold this morning. I don't know what happened. My face was like no. baby we're gonna talk right now about the thing that you're super excited to talk about that's fantastic we discovered this recently and when we discovered this this is something that stephanie is beyond excited to talk about i can't believe it there she's super super excited no i'm not for i'm embarrassed do you remember how we discovered this i was it was (laughs) Ah, uh, I yeah. remember. Do you, you want to share? That? No, let's hear your version. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. I'm not doing it. Well, let's just tell them what we're talking about. No, you have to tell the story. You have to lead into it. Don't just give away the ending. Let um, them take the ride. <clears throat> it seems a little early in the morning for us to talk like this. Well, but it's well not it already early happened. For the people so. that are listening. So, like I mentioned, I've been traveling quite a bit. Yes. And when I get home, I'm very excited to see my beautiful wife. If you haven't seen her, she's absolutely gorgeous. She's really, really beautiful. You can go Sweet. to the Energy Love doing? Podcast Facebook page and see <laughs> pictures of this beautiful woman. <laughs> and Move um, it along. Anyways, Move it along. I'm very excited to see her, which means I'm very I'm so excited to uh, <clears throat> make love to her. So we were laying in bed and po- post-coital... And I think you started talking about. I'm sure I did. The perhaps there are some healing properties to semen, and you could apply them to your face. <laughs> you could apply it to your face and leave it said, on like it, a it, face it, mask, it, and maybe it's it would do something. It's the seed of life, so like maybe right. Yeah, maybe there's I'm some trying healing these properties new, like, to face it. things. I'm creating my own face masks and body scrubs. So I, I immediately, <laughs> immediately, I obliged. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how we got on this silly topic. 
which started us down the rabbit hole because you were like, there's protein in it, right? And then there's totally protein in it. And then I thought, well, that's just something that men came up with. They're like, hey, 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 yeah. you, there's totally protein. Yeah. It's, Anyways, it's like a it's like a milk replacement. So we found these nutrition facts uh, online. So if you Google nutrition facts of semen, you will come up with wonderful images. It really happens because it literally looks like the side of a uh, package, like um, food packaging that you would see at the store. <laughs> so nutrition facts: serving size, one load, three point four <laughs> milliliters and or three quarters of a teaspoon. Servings per container, unlimited. <laughs> Amount per this. serving, zero point seven calories. Total fat, six milligrams. Saturated fat, zero milligrams. I think that was probably a little inaccurate. I missed the fat part. My guess is the saturated fat is uh, per individual. Cholesterol, <laughs> three milligrams. Sodium, 10.2 milligrams. It's a little high in sodium. It is a little high. Total carbohydrates. This is also high. Yeah. 11 milligrams of carbohydrates one in a bit, load of like Seriously. It's like a spoonful of honey ice cream. <laughs> Uh, it is a spoonful of honey. <laughs> Dietary fiber, zero milligrams. And protein, 171 milligrams. But you got to look under. There's like zinc and I copper. Know, I'm not and done. Well, I just thought you, you made it sound uh, like the da da da. 0.9% zinc. Or, or no, wait, zero. Fuck, baby. I had a whole like, sorry. spiel. You Magnesium, zero. Zero. <laughs> 0.09%. Zinc, 3%. Calcium, 0.09%. Copper, 3%. Contains trace amounts of vitamin B12. Percent daily values are based on 2,000 calorie diet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so God. yeah, now you know. I did not even know what to do with that. That was like the funniest thing ever. That was funny. I, think I still we just, think it's uh, bullshit, but... No, it's definitely not. I think it's, I think it's quite entertaining. I think it is bullshit as well. Same. But I like the I like the idea that somebody somewhere in a laboratory <laughs> <laughs> had to do the same test. Do you think that, they do taste us? Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, baby. I'm so happy. I we think... need to start every what? episode with... Uh, fun educational facts well, it's, for these people that are the listening. The more you, what is it? The more you, the more you know, the more you can uh, lie about. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the more you can bullshit your way out of anything. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm pretty happy right now. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. I'm almost a half a cup in. You ready for your next uh, pour? My, no, not yet. So last I night. I up too tired. Yeah, last night we stayed up late and we watched a scary movie. We watched uh, Doctor Sleep. Yes. Which, if you're not familiar with that, it is the, I was going to say sequel, but it's technically not. It's technically not. It's just. What would they call it? A continuation. What's What What are they doing now? What do they look like now? What's happening now? You remember, you remember Doc? You remember Danny from The Shining? What is he up to now? Yeah. It's an e, <clears throat> e-Hollywood exclusive thing, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just a follow-up to The Shining, which was a wonderful movie. You did not very think that was uplifting. as funny as I thought I was. I think it was pretty good. The movie or me? You. I thought it was really funny there. You missed yeah. it. True Life Stories. <laughs> Coming up next. Fictional characters from horror movies. Um, <sighs> anyways, Dr. Sleep. Yes. Uh, starring Ewan, Ewan McGregor. Yes. And uh, it was really... First off, 
I'll give you my review. Oh, let's hear it. We'll do stars. It was oh. two and a half stars. Okay, that's that's pretty fair. We're gonna have some spoiler alerts if you haven't seen it. And um, I didn't like it. Well, I'm not done with my review, Stephanie. Now you've just tainted mine. <laughs> you will two and a half stars gave it away. That's not bad. That's fifty percent. That's more than fifty percent. It's only out of four stars. I thought it was five. No, not in my review. House. I'm really confused. Two and a half stars out of four. So that's pretty good. That's above, that's B average there. I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe low B. It was the not pro- great, but it was not terrible. I found myself somewhat engaged and wanting to find out what was going to happen next, even though I knew that like it was not going to wrap up good or end well or be any sort of like, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't super scary. Do you know what I mean? I, I wanted like some, some. I actually was scared. Some jump scare, spook oh, scare. It, there some, was no jump scare. Yeah, there wasn't any real scariness to it. But people are fucking psychotic and. Fictional characters in a t- in a movie. Yeah, that was are crazy was for sure. I didn't. I didn't like the. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic because my eyes keep watering. It just wants that face mask. Um. Yeah, I'm sorry. Continue through your review. I it was it fun, again. though, for some, like, they had the characters from The Shining in it. And you think, what characters? <laughs> uh, like, all of them, including Jack Nicholson and... It wasn't really Jack Nicholson, though. Did I do it? No, who was it? I think they were trying to make it like Jack Nicholson, but it didn't look like it wasn't him. That would have been awesome if it would have been Jack Nicholson. Well, they tried they to make it look like it. young Jack Nicholson. They did. They tried. Because that movie's from the 70s. I know. They tried. Yeah. And then the lady, the mom, Danny's mm-hmm. mom, that actress did, did a pretty good, good job. She did a good job. Because in The Shining, if you haven't seen The Shining, these are all spoiler alerts for you, by the way. Uh, the mom character in The Shining just runs around crying hysterically and screaming at things. The entire movie. So that's all this new actress had to do in the follow-up film was. <laughs> Act like a spouse. Yeah. And she, and she did, did great. Good. She did. What did you not like about it, babe? I already told you. What did you like about what it? What did I like about it? If anything. I'm not <clears> going <throat> to watch that movie again. It's not like I'm um, boycotting it, making a stance. Never again shall that screen Dance on my TV. No screen. I meant film. Damn it, I almost had it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, it's not a stance. I just, it wasn't, I don't like it. It wasn't good enough to watch again. Um, it's not like, oh, yeah, that movie, that'll be a way to pass the time. No, I, I don't want to do that. And it it bothered me. Yeah. Like, I kept, <clears throat> every time I woke up last night, I was pissed off. And, like, scenes from the the, the, the bad people were in my head. And then I hated how they made the, what they made the bad people, like because it looks like they're just like Stevie Nicks motherfuckers, right? Yeah, like and they're the like lead, they're really bad people. Yeah, the lead. Uh, oh, look at them up there under the stars, meditating. They're evil. Like, yeah, the so. lead villainous chick was straight Super. up out of a uh, Stevie Nicks music video. So it was. I was a little irritated at that. I thought that was a low blow, you fuckers. But. No, I don't like it. How I many stars? It. How many stars? How many stars? Zero. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm not a star person. I'm a sit under the stars, not a You're not a star stars. seed? I'm a sit under the stars. But now I say that and they're like, oh, she eats children's fear. <laughs> By the way, that's what they do in the show. It's terrible. I don't like it. 
I don't like shows like that. It just makes me feel ucky inside. And I don't like to feel ucky. Yeah. It just wasn't good. I don't like it. So for me, I don't know. I can't give it a good like review based off of like anything that all you movie dorks go off of, which is, you know, the directing, the acting, the camera angles. I don't give a shit about that. That's how it made me feel. It did not make me feel good, so I didn't like it. Movie dorks. Thanks. I appreciate that. I love you. You're so, dorkable. Adorkable. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, we're You're fighting. Adorkable. Oh, no, we're not I'm fighting so at sorry. all. I was distracted. I didn't mean to Re- call you more movie dork. Oh, you didn't hurt my feelings in the slightest, babe. I Are was distracted sure? reading my list. I'm sorry. Yeah, trying to make sure. Uh, I, I, I have my own. To, let's see. I have a lot of dorky things about me. Oh, I thought you said your own list. No, well, I have a little list, but it's not good. Because, see, I'm a dork. No. I'm so sorry. Did I offend you? You didn't offend me at all, dork. This episode is sucks by the way <laughs> i'm sorry it is not good fair it's, warning folks it, it started off with you put me on the spot for the the intro and i have not recovered since just so uh, in I'm case trying. you were they might, they're probably not wondering they're like yeah we know babe uh, they might, do they call me babe they too? might call you babe all right i guarantee Barb well, does. I, I feel like i have to up my game now because not not because they call me babe but because like, I can deliver better than this. I am better than this. Here you go. Get ready. This best podcast ever. Let's do it. Hit play. Three. Here we go. Two. One. Podcast. Go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> now let's transition. Okay. I'm ready. I'm sitting up um, taller. Last gonna... week, last week we talked about. I don't remember. Um, at the end of episode 180 last week because mm-hmm. we definitely recapped our brand did we do a 180 <laughs> but what we did was we, we uh, talked about self-love and yeah, oh. how we are succeeding and not succeeding and all those kind of things yes. and what we're doing well and what we're not so this week because i was on the road i was so excited this is going to be a paid advertisement even though nobody's paying us for it um i found i didn't find what it was was i get sucked into Shark Tank rabbit holes when I travel because they typically play hours and hours and hours of them at night. And by the time I make it to a hotel and lay down, my brain has to like shut down slowly because it's been working so hard. And for whatever reason, Shark Tank really helps with that. And a long time ago, this was a long time ago, I saw a product on Shark Tank that was a collapsible foam roller so it's a foam roller that you can fold (laughs) that you break down in half to collapse it so that it's easier to travel with i'm not a big foam roller guy we have one that uh, has been under our base or not under our basement no under our bed it's right there because i I use it you're pointing at it we can see it they can't well uh typically it's hidden under our bed and it's never used by me i don't use it i'm not a big foam roller guy but I travel a lot and my hips and my back and my legs and all that kind of shit get really tender and sore, including the uh, manual labor that I do for work. So when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that might be a good thing to get. Uh, fast forward however long it's been, probably a year, I finally got it. <clears throat> Took it out this first time, used it, loved it. It's amazing. I think if you go to brazen.com, B-R-A-Z-E-N, I think. I didn't order it. Brazen.com. Uh, you can see it there. Shark Tank is QVC for men. Uh, yeah, I love it. it is QVC. For I think men. it's also QVC for women too. 
I was going to say, we're not the only ones. Well, the it, one gal is uh, from, from QVC. QVC. Yeah. Oh, look at that. What's her name? Lori. I don't know. I do, unfortunately. I know. Okay, it's definitely not brazen.com. Oh, it, did you just pull up porn? <laughs> <No>. <gasps> oh my God, that's so good. No, I didn't just pull up. I think they spell it weird with a Y. Yeah, there we go. So it's B R A Z Y N life.com, brazenlife.com. And uh, that'll take you to the place where you can find the collapsible foam roller. Anyways, paid advertisement that nobody's paying us for. It works. It you works could, well. Uh, I enjoyed it. Go get yourself one and uh, throw it in your suitcase when you travel. I like that. So it was nice. I'm so glad. I had a point to that. You were talking about self-love. Hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. See, coffee's kicking in. Yeah. I'm ready. So that's what I did this week for my self-love was I took care of my body, um, got some knee pads, put some knee pads on because I'm on my knees a lot for work. Stephanie has a smirk on her face, but <laughs> it's not that type of work jerk Nutritional store. value. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shut up. I think. And uh, yeah, I took care of my body this week and my body appreciated it and uh, it was noticeable. It was noticeable. I appreciated all the uh, stamina and ready and willing and eagerness your body came home with. The vigorness. The vigorness. The vigorness that I came home with. Very nice. But, uh, and what have you done this week? What did you do this past week for your self love? I. Well, I already talked about like been making body scrubs and face masks, so I've been like taking care of that. I've done a um a ton of workouts. I have found an app. Well, I, I I've refound an app because apparently I did it 36 weeks ago, but I didn't really do it, so I just deleted it off and then reinstalled it. And I'm like, "Oh, how does it know all my information? That's weird." <laughs> <coughs> um so I have done I don't know, something like 16 workouts. That's crazy. In the last, since last week, yeah. I haven't, What's the, I've uh, only done, I haven't done any today. I only did one yesterday and two the day before. What's so, the name of the app? Oh, again, like not a paid advertisement, but if you would like to pay us, if you would like to, I will continue to talk about it. Oh, it's a paid advertisement. Well, how do I, I'll how pay do you. I, collect? you'll pay with new, yes, mind. with face masks. <laughs> It's called Fit On. Just F I T. F I T O N. Fit On. You a big fan of it? I am because it's um, yeah. There is a way that you can like upgrade for something. However, it's completely free other than the upgrade. But I don't. I think the upgrade is like meal planning, and I don't want meal planning anyways. And you can download stuff. Mm. So if you upgrade, then you can download it so you can work out wherever you are. But you can pretty much get workouts anyways if you're connected to data or Wi-Fi, which is almost everywhere. And um, meal planning, which I didn't need. So other than that, the content is all free. Like there's a crap ton on there. And they have challenges, which works for me because it's like a challenge. Can you do this? I'm like, I have 28 days to do that. I'll do it in two. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I like challenges. It's like uh, It's like GPS. On your car when it gives you the approximate arrival time. I'm like, all right, I take that bet. It's a timer. <laughs> I, I can beat, I beat you by five. So <laughs> the challenges help me because then, you know, I have to overachieve it. However, they have a, a wide range. They have workouts that are like coming up that you can like schedule that you're going to do. 
like live or whatever they have where you can invite friends. So you can do challenges together. Um, they have like a, just a bank of a ton of stuff. They have everything from like the hit workouts to, um, cardio to like the bars and Pilates and yoga. They just have so many, it totally sounds like a paid advertisement. Also seen on Shark Tank. Right. Um, so there's kind of something for everybody in the times too, because they have, you know, anywhere from like an hour to seven minutes, seven minute yoga stretch. So out of those 16 workouts, I have not picked the hour ones. I don't have 16 hours in. No, I feel like I, I also have commitment issues. <laughs> so I I picked like the like the 15 minute ones and the and the 12 minute ones. And there's a couple of seven minute ones in there. So I've hit it hard. I've got a lot. I've ended up with something like three, three and a half hours. Last time I checked, I did more than that of straight. But it's very nice, babe. So it's nice. So it's accommodating. So you're not like stuck in this commitment thing. They're not stuck in like sucking the money out. You don't only have a few limited options. You have tons of options. You have tons like wherever you are. So, yeah. So it's nice. So I'm liking it this round. I hated it the first round, deleted it, forgot I even had it. I don't think anything's changed. I just wasn't ready. Yeah. So there we go. That's my self love working out, scrubbing coffee on my body, and trying to. Is that what's in the? Is that what's in the shower? Grounds, yeah, I thought you figured it out. Um, I kind of guessed it was, but it doesn't it's exactly look grounds, like. It's coffee grounds, salt, and honey and coconut oil. Honey and coconut oil. Mm-hmm. That actually it's sounds pretty good. It was nice. Do you think it did anything? You tell me. You couldn't keep your hands off me. That's very true. <laughs> Kept licking that coffee right out of your, right out of your crack. That's not what happened. <laughs> That's not what happened. So there's there's my end. Now I'm going to put on my cold face mask. So, so we're going to transition now to what I wanted. Uh, several weeks ago, I listened to an episode of the Everyman God, podcast. Damn it. What? I forgot to freaking listen. That's okay. You, you'll have more to go listen to. <sighs> I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize. I'm going to share it with you right now so that we don't space it. Anyways, uh, Everyman has a pretty good podcast. You can go find it uh, anywhere you find podcasts, blah, blah, blah. They also endorse the energyislove.com. Um, energyislove.com, not the... Uh, energyislovepodcast.com? Damn it. <laughs> I got tripped up over the the. <laughs> Anyways, uh, go find their uh, podcast and download and subscribe and all that jazz. Or but... you can send us your number and crack gold. Just text it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very convenient. <laughs> Episode 106 of the show uh, was back in January, and it's with the guest. Holy fuck. What? I just read the first, like, caption of it on this episode, We Explore. Did you see that? No. What does it say? Men are not hairy women. (laughs) Yes. Anyways, episode 106 of that episode, or or of that podcast was with this woman named Allison Armstrong. And uh, you can go find more about Allison Armstrong at understandmen.com. Go okay. ahead. No. Oh, see, you're already, you're already plugged in and triggered there, baby. What is it? Uh-uh. Tell me. No. Okay. Keep going. Anyways, it was a really good episode, <clears throat> and I had never heard anything. I got to do a bunch of coughing. <clears throat> I got my nutritional facts stuck in the back of my throat. But um I almost ruined this mic with coffee. <laughs> it almost like it was almost a coffee ejaculation. She had a bunch close. of uh like nuggets of 
stuff that I hadn't really thought about in that specific way or things that she, the way that she viewed them or the way that she spoke about them was really interesting and different. Um, I think you'd really enjoy her because you know how recently, I don't remember, it was a recent episode where you were kind of struggling in that space of thinking that you were um, like being not a proper feminist because you're not, you know, all supportive of this, that, or the other when it comes to women or something like that. I am supportive of women. I'm just also supportive of men. Yeah. I am. So I think you would like listening to her because she very much is like, yeah, they're not bad. There are bad people. Yeah. But men as a general are not bad. And we're going to, I'm going to butcher all of this. That's okay. I didn't listen to it. So I won't know how to fix it. Yeah. So you can listen to it, listener, and get a better sense of what this lady was talking about. Men are not hairy women. What what about hairy women? Are they men? (laughs) Is that what she's saying? One of the things that she uh, said that made a whole bunch of sense to me, and I didn't ever really think about about it this way. This is serious, babe. Well, I can't. I'm uncomfortable, so I'm making jokes. Why are you uncomfortable? I don't know. I feel like something's coming, and I'm like, fuck that. Let's make it funny. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh... She was talking about the way that men are, um, the way that men feel shame. And I have a very, uh, I have a very experienced life with shame. I have a long history of being, of feeling shame and shameful and ashamed and all the shames that you can think of. I have felt over the course of my life. And I can remember feeling shame from a very early age, like very early age, uh, probably like four or five or something like that. And throughout my life and into my adult life and all sorts of different things, um, I have had a lot of actions and behaviors that I have felt uh shame over and it's been an ugly road of self-hatred and um gosh just a bunch of pain you know a lot of pain surrounding my shame and how much I uh don't like who I am or didn't used to like who I was. I definitely like who I am today. Anyways, one of the things that she said, and it was, I wrote it down. So this is verbatim at some point in the episode. uh, And it's very simple. It's only honorable, honorable men feel shame. And uh, obviously they extrapolated it some more in that episode and talked about it some more and she expressed it. But the idea is that men who, things that men are typically ashamed of or feel shame over only affects the ones that are honorable and the ones that are kind of douchebags and pieces of shit don't really care. And so they don't really feel the shame for their actions or their behaviors. And I'm like, oh, that simple little concept and idea made so much sense to me. And because I... I always felt throughout my entire life, like all along the way, 
I always felt like I was a good person, that I was a good guy. And, but it was so counter to the amount of shame that I was feeling. Recently, beautiful woman of mine, I retold you the story of when I was 18 and I moved to Minnesota. Mm. And um, <clears throat> that story has a lot of shame wrapped up around in it for some of my actions and some of my behaviors and some of the ways that I treated people during that time in my life. And granted, I was only 18. You were 18, yeah. Um, but all along the way during that time period, and like I said, for my entire life, I always felt like I was a good guy. And in my head, I'm like, you're a, like, you're a good guy. You're a good person. But it was also counter sometimes to my actions and my behavior. And then on top of it, the shame train <laughs> mm -hmm. that would come along and kind of plow through everything uh, made it really difficult to hold on to that feeling of, wait, I am a good person. So just that simple thing of like only only honorable men feel shame made so much sense to me and was kind of like a oh it was kind of I don't know how to describe it other than like it just gave you a little bit of breathing room yeah it maybe? gave me like breathing room and it gave me like another layer of acceptance for who I was and who I am do you know what I mean almost like um. It's almost like the guy in the past, the Craig from 10 years ago or the Craig from 20 years ago or even the Craig from uh, longer back than that. I had to think of how old I was. <laughs> the Craig from 60 years ago. Uh, he almost heard it. You know, it's like he heard it and thought, oh, yeah, the fact that I'm feeling this shame, the fact that I'm remorseful, the fact that I'm, you know, struggling in the space of like, damn it, I'm a good person. Why am I doing these shitty things or all of this stuff that was taking place? It's like that guy heard it and he's like, oh, I, yeah, I am honorable. I am a good person. I am a good man. You know, my actions might say otherwise at times, but the fact that I feel shame and that, I mean, I feel like I always have been working towards you know, being that really good person that I knew that I was. It's just taken a little longer than I thought it would <laughs> yeah. to get to this point. But uh, I like it. I like it. So that was the first little <clears throat> nugget. Well, that was cool. Mm. Do you have any uh, thoughts on that? <laughs> I'm glad that you have more self-love now. And more self-forgiveness. Yeah. I've always, like, <clears throat> yeah, actions. Maybe there were shitty actions, but I've happened to always think you were a good man. So you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I'm a, I am a good man. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. I fell though. in love with you. I fell in love with a good man. It uh, Obviously, it's applicable to people, right? Only honorable people feel shame. No, I think it's just for men. <laughs> Because <laughs> men aren't alone in the uh, shame department. I don't have shame. You're right, babe. There you go. <laughs> Does that mean I'm not honorable? Is that what you just said? No, silly. But, um... I don't... Ugh. Okay, I'm going to try again. I'm sorry. What? You were just flipping it on me, so immediately I wanted to, like, start breaking in with some jokes. I'm like, don't you get serious with me right now. 
I was just looking for some of your uh, your take on that concept. On the concept, um, well, honestly, why why would I be anything else? Um, I think it's good. I think it's fifty fifty. I can see it in double ways. I see it as in, yeah, that the people that are struggling because nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. So it's not, it's reserved for the honorable people or the flawless and that never have human moments and don't do anything wrong. Yeah, that's bullshit. Um, so I think forgiveness, self-forgiveness is a big thing and I think it should happen. And if you're feeling those things, like allow yourself to be a human, allow yourself to have faults and not think you're garbage because you're human. However, on the flip side, then I think of, you'll, you'll say, um, I don't know, you'll probably have compassion where I don't have compassion here. Um, people that are predators and violators and just the worst of the worst and like, oh, I feel bad. Therefore I'm a good man. All I have to do is, all I have to do is fucking repent. That's the shit I hear. That's the shit I hear. And I'm like, no, you need to quit being a horrible person, whoever you are, whether it's a man or woman, because men are not the only violators. I am not putting that out there. You need to quit being a horrible person and just thinking that you need to say you're sorry for what you've done. And then it's no, because that'll give them an out too. So the ones that actually feel it and are trying, that's who it's for. But the ones that just took it out as a get out of jail free card, fuck off. So that, that's my take on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was the other flip side for me was if only honorable people feel shame, then what does it mean about the people that don't feel shame? Does that mean that Sociopaths. somehow they're, they aren't honorable or that they are, you know, aren't necessarily good people? And I think that <sighs> God damn it. if the person that doesn't feel shame, uh, in my mind, they are so wounded and so distant and so afraid and so withdrawn and all these different things because of undoubtedly pain in their life mm -hmm. that they lack the connection or the capacity to even connect into shame and or any other emotion that we would want to put into that space. I so then those two for that too. Those people are in need of greater compassion and love and uh understanding mm -hmm. because like once again just look at them as children right no there's there's two sides to that one too okay i see like you're wounded and so they can't they're so disconnected and they're so shameful that they don't feel shame because they do they're just not allowing it out they're afraid for people to use it and hurt them more because they already think they're garbage. So I'm not going to like put that out there so that it comes back. So they have like, I need to quit saying so and like, I'm uncomfortable apparently. Um, that disconnection from it because it's so big that it is constantly there. They're just making sure you don't see it. And then again, the same people that we talked about, the ones that are they just don't care. Some people just don't. And yes, maybe it's from, I can look at them as a little boy or little girl, look at them as a child. But at some point, that's not an excuse anymore. So knock it off. Yeah, I struggle there, babe. I know you do. I'm like, don't fucking like, hurt people. I'm yeah. not going to, like saying you can go like violate somebody's 
person, whether like from whatever age and be like, oh, but you don't understand what happened to me when I was a kid. So therefore I should get sympathy for what I'm doing to you. Fuck off. Well, it's not a matter of sympathy. It's a matter of just compassion. Mm. We're not excusing behaviors. We're not free passes. We're not saying it's okay and you don't have to, you know, you're, it's not, you, you're not in trouble. You don't, that's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah. It's just compassion for the pain that that person must be in. Um, like we need more compassion for everybody across the board, period. I, I agree and I disagree. That's everybody. I agree and I disagree. It's not just the people that we want to be compassionate for or I, the good people I or the people that I'm we think are good. I'm not enlightened enough. I do not love everybody. I don't love like everybody a either. a spiritual person should. I don't. I don't love I, everybody. I love people. I try. <clears throat> but I can't look at somebody and I can look at a lot of people and I can see there's some horrible actions that have happened recently that we're not going to talk about that you know all I want to do is dump love on that person. So it's there. But I think it's because that person is a child still. Yeah. But when adults do that, I do not look at that person. I, I'm so sorry. My love. You and I have had some different life experiences. Yes. I'm going to tell you a story. I think I've probably told it to you before, but okay. it's been a long time. Uh, when I worked at the jail. So okay. for those listening, I used to be a police officer. And prior to being a police officer, I was a correctional officer. And uh, I worked at the Salt Lake County Jail. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Got so much nutritional facts in the back of my throat. You didn't quit saying that. They're really going to think that soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's a big jail, big facility, thousands of inmates. And um, one night I was talking with one of them and it was in the maximum security, you know, uh, housing unit for the jail. Uh -huh. And it wasn't even because um, they had four different areas in the jail. You had minimum, medium, max, and then uh, they had like two minimums. I forget. It doesn't matter. This was the maximum security and inside the maximum security, this was like the maximum security place inside the maximum security place. Got it. So these worst prisoners, of the worst. Yeah, worst of the worst. These prisoners only came out one hour every other day and they were fully restrained when they came out. So they had belly chains, handcuffs, uh, ankle cuffs. Pretty sure I'm not going to feel sympathy for the story you're going to tell me. Uh, and you'd put on a uh, tether so that you were connected to them via a tether and two officers at all times have to escort them from their cell over to the shower, over to wherever. Anyways, wow. um, so there was a prisoner in that uh, section mm -hmm. and I was talking to him one night and I don't remember exactly what he was in there for. Is that true? Yeah, it is true. Because okay. oftentimes I wouldn't look. Oh, because I understand that. Yeah. I, you know, I don't really care. I don't really need to know why you're in here. I could go look, right? But then you're going to treat them differently. Would you treat them? I would treat them differently if I yeah. knew. I would, I would not look just so I could do my job and not treat them differently. So I could treat them like people. Yeah. So I don't remember exactly what you. this guy was in here for. But you can imagine. I uh, can. Like I said, it's not like they put <clears throat> the good prisoners. <laughs> it's not like they put the uh, guy that got picked up with a bag of weed Maybe in his I'm pocket. Maybe I'm so impressed with you for a moment. I just want to see, like, how cool is that that you wouldn't even, you're just like, they, they're here, there are people. <clears throat> okay, you're pretty well, awesome. I didn't view them all as people, that's for sure. This was a long time ago when I was much different than I was today. Yet, I bet the story you're about to tell is going to contradict that. Well, that's the whole thing is I've always been a good person inside, that's right? my point. So I'm sitting there talking to this guy. And I'm trying to have a, um, I'm trying to, this was a like pretty later on in my 
uh, career at the jail. So I'd been there for a while and I was trying to figure out ways to like mix things up for myself because it was getting so mundane and routine and it's a like it's it's a heavy shitty place to work in yeah there's just so much shit to deal with there so I was trying to mix things up in a sense and I I was just trying to engage with these guys in different ways to kind of like you know entertain myself in a sense and make things more enjoyable and less of a uh, grind but I was talking to this guy one night and trying to really have a real conversation with him and relate to him person to person rather than uh, officer to prisoner. And um, we stood there, him on his side of the cell door and me on my side of the cell door, and we had a really nice conversation for quite a while. And he told me stories about, um, you know, started smoking and using drugs when he was like nine or 10 years old because you know, its father was doing it and it was given to him and um, seeing all sorts of violence and abuse in his house and in his home. Um, just all the all the kind of stuff that you could imagine happening. And uh, one of the things that was a real, that was still sticking with him today, obviously, that was still having a big impact with him was, I think he said he was like 10 or 11 and he saw his best friend get shot in the head. And he was like right there next to him when it happened. So he like sees his friend get shot, sees his friend go down, and then like sees his friend die after getting shot in the head right there. And so it was a really, um, like it was a cool little moment, right? This cool little interaction. But it also gave me a much broader context to look at all the people that were inside that facility in a different light and in a different way. Because... Who the hell's going to take a nine-year-old boy, you know, who has experienced that kind of stuff and not have compassion for him, right? Yes, this guy was an adult. Um, he was in a gang from the time that he was really, really young because, you know, his parents, his father, his, his brothers and uncles and everything like that were in the same gang. And so you understand the cycle that is being repeated for him in his life, but it's like, man... You know, is he an evil person? Is he somebody that doesn't deserve compassion? Is he somebody that we need to just lock up and throw away the key and treat like garbage? Or, yes, he's an adult, and yes, he has the ability to make different choices, and he has to be responsible for his actions, but yet we can still treat him with respect and have compassion for him. He doesn't need to be treated any different even though he may have done some heinous things in his life. I don't know. It's hard, right? I have compassion for the this, this story. And who's to say, like, whatever. I have compassion for that. And I think that person, yes. But obviously, what they're doing now is... Um, no, they, they obviously, I, I don't know. They're going to be doing that. They need to be locked up because just because like that happened and we need to have compassion for him doesn't mean that we get to unleash that. So that cycle continues and they cause more chaos that other people are going to be bleeding from. No, like I hate that. That is so messed up, but let's, let's stop it. Yeah. I How do know. we stop it? Right? I, I Who knows? Know. Big, big like, questions. Well, 
that was a big thing in uh, the whole correctional institution mindset. Is it is it is it punitive or is it? Um, God, I can't remember the other term, but basically, are we just locking people up or are we trying to rehabilitate them? Are we trying uh, to help depends. them? Do you know what I mean? I have a, I have a depend. I have depends. <laughs> um, I. I don't know how to look at it from a, um, I don't know how to really step back and look at it because I'm definitely um, biased. And I think there are crimes that, yeah, let's let's rehabilitate them. Let's give them a shot. Let's look at where they're at. Let's look at their age. Let's um, kind of those things. And then there's crimes. I want to be clear because I know you and I know what you're talking about. This guy that I'm talking about, he was just a violent person. A violent offender. I don't know if he I'm, had I'm killed guessing. anybody. I don't know. Uh, but they, they had another um, another housing unit that was for all the um, people that were under, that were uh, in protective custody. So if you're, if you go to prison or if you go to jail and you have a crime, <laughs> uh, usually involving a child or um, sexual assault or whatever the case may be. Then they protect you. Yeah. Then you go into a PC, into protective custody. So this guy was not in that facility or in that housing unit. Yeah. It doesn't so make a I difference, but. Well, it kind of like, I don't, I just, I don't know. You know, I don't know. And then at the same point, who, who the hell am I to say what the line is? I mean, I think, I think I get to say what the line is and I think it's here, but everybody has a different line and everybody's sure of their line. So I don't know. I don't, I let's look at it from this perspective. Do you think that that guy that I tell the story about, Mm -hmm. do you think he feels shame? Do I think he feels shame? Um, God damn it. See what I did there? Fucker. I'm not talking. (laughs) Once again, only honorable people feel shame. No. I think he does. And I think he did. Right? Yeah. So if they have that, uh, level of so well what is it there's good and bad in everybody we can go to straight yin and yang go all that i know you love it when i say yang <laughs> i didn't mean to hit the mic too okay. hold on give me a minute to get my order there was another guy in that same housing unit curtis allgaier and you can... i don't think you can say names oh i can say that motherfucker's oh, name okay. oh um, oh oh is he a motherfucker yeah i know who that one is uh... so that's okay so that one is a fucking bitch right <laughs> fuck him fuck him there sorry you might want to edit that out no uh you can go google curtis allgaier and um most people probably know who that <clears throat> is too. They, 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 they definitely don't oh you're right yeah he had some notoriety in utah back in the day but this guy had killed Bad a uh, k- killed a prison guard and um he it was this whole big issue but that's why he was there yeah um and i tried to talk to him and that guy was like feel it like you could feel looking back now right i didn't necessarily have the context to understand it then but trying to talk to him and connect to him in any way of like human to human or person to person you could feel the immense amount of protective shielding that he had in place so that he could never be reached because everything that he ever, every, every single interaction I ever had with that guy was like the game, the game of 
good guy and bad guy, prisoner and officer. The game of I'm going to get one over on you. I'm going to manipulate you. I'm going to play this game. He was constantly playing the game. That other guy, we'll call him John. Uh, that's not his name. <laughs> uh, the other guy would play the game as well. But in that moment, when I had that conversation with him, it was like he set down you know, his game pieces, his tools, his weapons, whatever, and just had a conversation with me. Whereas Curtis would never not be playing the game. So it was constantly him trying to uh, manipulate or get what he wanted or do you know what I mean? All these kind of different little things. And you could feel that. You could feel that the entire time. You could feel that he was constantly watching you and waiting and looking for ways to exploit, you know, you as a, as a, as a person and all these kind of different things. So you always had to kind of be on point when you were dealing with him. Mm -hmm. But there were times where I tried, I tried to like, cause like, fuck man, everybody's a person, right? Everybody is just deep down inside this little kid that just wants connection and acceptance and love. And I believe that wholeheartedly, even if that poor little kid inside has been locked away inside of a, you know, closet, inside of a house, inside of a basement, inside of a, you know, darkest reaches of a cavern or something. It's just the way it goes. But no, that's all. That's all. I'm done. (laughs) We don't need to talk about that anymore. You just like stopped. You were like, I thought you had something else. That's why I was adjusting my body. I do not. I'm interested to see, like, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm listening. I'm engaged in your conversation. Yeah, like for that guy, Curtis Allgaier, um, I don't think he feels shame. Yeah. Yeah. He what is he also, does? he probably does to some extent, right? What if it's so deep in there and he feels like he has to keep this going because otherwise he's going <clears> to <throat> die. This is the only way he can survive and he's so scared and so saddened, but he's, he's, his instinct for survival is strong. And he's just trying. Yeah. What are you going to do now? I'm always going to <sighs> show up and be like, okay, that's fine. I'm not. Like, I'll immediately forget and, you know, I'm like, okay, let's talk. I'm See, here. See, that's, that's good. I I don't think I can. Yeah. I'd say There's, that, right? Yeah. But it's not like I have any real world. You just gave real world example. Well, yeah, but like, so, like I'm you, talking you about did like right you watched now, the talk already. Present day, it's not like somebody, you know, if Curtis comes to the door, I'm sure uh, shit not going to let him in the house. Well, thank you. Right? Him thank and I might you. have a conversation on the front porch. No. But, yeah. Okay, I don't know. Maybe he's in Ugh. federal well, prison Well, I know, somewhere. but like there's like plenty of Curtises out there. <laughs> You're so cute. I love how you like immediately, like, we need to move. Right. Uh, we're done. This podcast is over. We're deleting every episode and we are no longer on the internet in the slightest. Suddenly I'm going to. Anyways. So back to how we got on this topic. Uh, once again, this woman, mm-hmm. <laughs> Alison Armstrong, go listen or go find more of her stuff. Why did you end up listening to her? Because at first you didn't want to. What do you mean? Like at first you like, it was the, I I found her, I saw her website a while back. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how, Um, 
where it was or who shared it or something like that. But I saw her work uh, a while ago mm-hmm. and I went and looked at it. And first off, I kind of don't like the understand men. From a woman's point of view? Yeah. You know, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I don't like when men try to tell <clears throat> you how to understand women. Yeah, exactly, right? Let a woman tell you what a woman's experiencing, not a man can't tell you what a woman's experiencing. Yeah. so And that vice kind of, versa. Yes, but... <laughs> You write on all fronts. I know. I'm so wise. <laughs> However, listening to her was much different than looking at her website or even yeah. her little introductory video that she puts on her website. Listening to her in a podcast form where she gets more time and space to kind of express herself and hear her thoughts extrapolated out as opposed to just her talking points that you would put on a website as a marketing ploy. Mm-hmm. Um I like her. I like her message. I like her stuff. I like what she's talking about. I like what she's bringing. Um, I think that it's uh, not just applicable and useful information, but I also think that she's got a niche of an insight. Because the other thing, this is completely side note, um, because there was a couple of different points from that episode. Um, Oxytocin. uh, You know what oxytocin is, right? Chemical in your butt, yeah. Did you say chemical in your butt? No. <laughs> yes, chemical in your butt. I'm sitting on my oxytocin. <laughs> oxytocin, it can cause or strengthen labor contractions during childbirth and control bleeding after. Okay, that's definitely not the important part. <laughs> it's a nor- It's a hormone and a neurotransmitter that isn't. Okay, why does it keep talking about childbirth? Because it's not important at all. It is also associated with empathy, trust, sexual activity, and relationship building. It is sometimes referred to as the love hormone. So she talked about oxytocin, and the fact is, or I shouldn't say the fact is, but the way she described it was, oxytocin enhances estrogen and negates testosterone. So it, it strengthens estrogen and then kind of cancels out testosterone. that's your thinking face that's my thinking grumpy face face. what do you think of that um i think i'm curious about that Mm. i haven't heard it described like that i've heard the the feel-good hormone and like you want to do things that naturally like boost um i haven't heard that it enhances estrogen and cancels out testosterone so i don't know if it like let's think the way that i thought about it was because I think the verbiage was negates, negates, negates testosterone. So I think it probably, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I mean, I can form, um, crude opinions based off of that, but I feel like, oh, that's interesting. I want to, well, let's, look for, into, let's, I don't let's form, form crude opinions. No, because I think that's like, I, I want to know. It's a little thought provoking though. It I, is a little thought provoking. I'm, I'm curious to let the thoughts provoke. I think it kind of explains men. Um, in some regards, because if because in my mind, if we think about oxytocin as a connection hormone, something that's going to help facilitate and create connection, okay. it makes sense why women tend to be better at that with uh, stuff, right? They tend to be better at connection than men do. And so if we just look at it from that base level of, you know, estrogen and testosterone, one of which is it's strengthened by oxytocin and one of which is um, weakened by oxytocin. So then it would make sense that men would be more adverse to 
something that is going to weaken their testosterone, even from just a purely, you know, intellectual, biological way. You're looking at me like, <laughs> I'm no, so fucking scared. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sound boost up your testosterone. No, all of it's running right now. <laughs> uh, no, that's just like, like, that's crazy. Just like so many things like you hear, like man up and, you know, boys don't cry. All those things like you don't, don't get my favorite, don't get pussy whipped, right? All of these things that men naturally are, they're not naturally. Happily get pussy whipped. Okay. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, no, that's just like sad. Like they're being trained to turn that off from a very young age. And so then it looks like, again, that women are just better at it. That's, it's just because it gets shut down harder. I, I, I feel pretty, I don't know, who the hell am I? I don't know anything, but I feel pretty confident in the fact that that connection is there. I just think that connection is there, and I think it's the same ability. I just, men have been beat down so much that they can't, that it is they are taught how to turn it off. It's like anybody with an ability. When you're taught to turn it off, you're taught to turn it off. And it goes like even before that, because men are physically generally stronger, that how much of that has to get turned off so they can walk away and do the things that they need to do so they can bring the food or whatever. Like, But women are badass and bring their own goddamn food too. So I just have a hard... <sighs> No, I just don't buy it. I just don't buy that it's their separation. I believe that it's separation from environment, not from, what's the word? It's trained. It's trained. It's learned. It's not um, the way that you are brought into the world, in a sense. It's just, it's a learned thing. So I... I hear that and I'm just like, that is, that is a part of the problem. That is a part of the problem. It is not true. It is a learned behavior. And I would agree with you to some extent, but once again, it's like, we are not the same. I we... don't, I'm not trying to, I'm not saying we are the same. That's not my argument. I'm not trying to say that we are the exact same. I'm not trying to say that men and women are <sighs> We are different and I love the differences and the differences are needed because things need, if everybody could do the same thing, then what's, you know, no, we need contrast. We need everybody bringing what they can bring. Like, that's not what it is. I feel like it's, I feel like I feel passionately about this because I think is what it comes down to is love and the ability to love. And it's like saying men are not as able to love and feel love and feel that connection as women are. And that is not true. It's learned. And I don't think when it comes to love that I feel like it's the same. I feel like it's the same. I think the little boys and the little girls are brought with the same amount and how it is brought out in their environment is how it is shown. So I, I hear that connected, that emotional, and it's just, it's love. It's like saying men are not able to love as much as women. And I just don't buy that. I think to give and receive love. Yeah. I don't buy it. I think it's a learned thing. It's I agree. not that. 
but I think that the way that men give and receive love is different than women. Even though I agree fully that, you know, everybody comes into the world with the same capacity to uh, give and receive love and feel love and not feel love, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Same level, same capacity, all those kind of things. They're just different. That's all. Yeah. You know, there's definitely some things that match up. There's definitely some things that correlate and connect and uh, operate and function the same way. And then there's things that are super different. And But you're right, I think, also that uh, life, circumstances, the environment that you're in, all those kind of factors as well affect it uh, greatly, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've met some very, very tender tender men and very um cold women Mm. (laughs) so it's anyways people are people i know just people i let's go baby we gotta have some breakfast and get our day moving we got too many things to take care of okay are y'all set yep any last closing words you're welcome folks you're welcome folks <laughs> I love you, babe. I love you. Okay, Google. EMF. Here are some results. Energetic motherfucker. Do you think they do taste us? It was almost a coffee ejaculation. I am honorable. I am a good person. I am a good man. We need more compassion for everybody across the board, period.